0: Everybody, welcome to the Sacred Flesh uh, Beauty Podcast with a ghostly twist. My name is Lee Wick, and I am the owner of Vanity Makeup and Skin, a, a downtown uh, Spokane beauty studio and day spa. I also own Vain Industry Elevation, which is a um, aesthetics and spa coaching business that is also also located in downtown Spokane. I have with me today the obviously wonderful Brennan, um, my, side, my sidekick, and he's not mic'd, so he can't really say hi, but he's always here in the background listening and judging and watching and pushing buttons, and, <laughs> and then I have Sydney, um, my master esthetician that you got to listen to last week where we introduced you to her. Sydney, I'll say Hello. Hello. She's so cute. I um, We are on week three now, right, Sydney? Uh,
1: yes, week three.
0: So she is uh, coming in hot at Vanity Makeup and Skin, already done a lot of cool things. And today she came in and I said, hey, put on some headphones. Here we go. <laughs> um, and I am going to talk today. I don't really know what episode this is. I should have counted because numbers mean a lot to me. So I'll count next time. I have a feeling it's number 12, but I'm not really sure. And today we're going to be talking about the history of glycolic acid. And then we're also going to be talking about, um, we're not really going to have a ghost story today. We're going to talk about the history. I'm a huge history lover as well. And I feel like um, history is how um, a lot of spirits are communicating obviously we can't forget about our history and the history we're going to be talking about is the sugar factory that is in Spokane County that was in Spokane County in a small town called Waverly Washington which I've never even heard of until I started researching for this podcast it's only got 106 people there and so I want to go check it out because the history is quite cool and we'll talk about that in just a minute well not a minute like 40 minutes we'll see so as a recap of last week, um we've had quite a time. Like I have worked, I've hugged so many people in the last week. My energy was so zapped and um we had a our Vanity Makeup and Skin grand opening 8th uh floor viewing party because Vanity in Spokane opened in February 2020 and then um uh, good old Inslee shut us down in March. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> Good old Inslee shut us down in March of 2020. So we have um, not really been able to unveil ourselves in Spokane. So boy, did we do that on Friday the 20th? We had an amazing party, and um, did you have fun, Sydney?
1: Oh yeah, it was great. It was very cool, um, much more than I even expected. And I helped set up everything so Yay. yeah yeah it, lo- it really cool. was a great turnout wasn't it oh yeah there was much more people than I expected even to, yes and yeah it was perfect we had all
0: a right. belly dancer um for some shock value I really did throw I really did throw um I really did throw downtown spokane for a loop when all of the um city officials were here and then all of a sudden here comes a belly dancer <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Oh, yeah, And she was amazing. She, Her name is Cynthia Marche. Um, she is a friend of mine, really very, very talented um, traditional belly dancer. And I was really, really honored that she would do that for um, my guests just for one dance. See you later. In and out. Coming in making a scene leaving and she was doing everybody's hair. So mm-hmm. cute. It was, she, I love her. So she did,
1: she did really good and she looked great too. She, she looked did. awesome. So yes. yeah.
0: And all of her costumes are handmade and everything oh, was beautiful. Cool. Yeah. That. Yeah. Cool. So in addition to that, um, Sydney, tell us about your first three weeks of working here. You were on the podcast, uh, the last podcast where we introduced you—that was literally on your second day, I think, right?
1: Uh, was it on my second. I think so. Uh, it's been great so far. I am really enjoying myself. It's definitely non-traditional. Yep, in alternative sense- spa. Yep. Yes, but um,
0: hashtag alt spa.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Um, that's what I wanted. That's what I was looking for when I was looking for a new place. I didn't want the.
0: You didn't want boring?
1: Yes, I didn't want boring and repetitive. Yes. So, yeah, it's been great.
0: Good. Well, you never know what's going to happen around here. Like, mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just never know. Um, so our topic for today's podcast is the history of glycolic acid. Um, glycolic acid, for those that don't know, is derived from sugarcane and it is a very popular and widely used skincare ingredient. Um, it can be used in lots of different percentages. So it can go be included as an ingredient in many different um, types of skincare ingredients for home use. And then in the treatment room, there are some really aggressive um, glycolic professional peels that, and acids that we can use as part of a treatment routine based on whatever your skin goal is. Glycolic acid um, was coined in 1848 by the French chemist Auguste Laurent. Um, He died in 1853, but before he died, he proposed that the amino acid glycine, um, which was then called glycosel, which was um, he thought it possibly might be a hypothetical acid. And It is a colorless, odorless, hydroscopic crystalline solid that's highly soluble in water. And glycolic acid is found in sugar crops. It is um, something that we use in the treatment room quite a bit. And Sydney, do you use glycolic?
1: Oh, yeah. I use it um, at home on myself. It's one of my favorite um, exfoliators for sure. I really, really like glycolic acid and you see a almost immediate difference with Mm -hmm. it versus some other exfoliators. Sometimes I like have to like wake up the next morning to kind of see the glow, not with glycolic. It's there right away. As soon as you take it off, it's one, one of my favorite products for sure.
0: I love that. And I, I found when I was researching this, you know, in esthetician school, you really find out, um, I've got all my little notes here and you find out, um, A lot when you're researching, like we hear about glycolic in beauty school and we learn about it, but I think the scope of what we're supposed to learn in beauty school is like so rushed and so, um, you can't, you don't really know yet like any you know, school.
1: I learned way more outside of school than I did in school. I actually just told somebody that the other mm-hmm. day. Um, you really, yeah. Cause I mean, I don't really even remember using a glycolic in school. I just yeah. remember learning about it from the textbook. Right. I don't think I ever actually applied it to somebody's skin. So right. I think I use like lactic peels. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely, yeah. He,
0: well, he, what I learned is that it's been around. So glycolic acid, like we said, it was coined in 1848. Um, and it was first prepared um, in chemistry in 1851 by a German, chemi- German chemist named Adolf Strecker and a Russian chemist, Nikolai Nikolovich Solokov, And they produced it by treating hyperic acid with nitric acid and a nitrogen dioxide to form an ester of benzoic acid, which and glycolic acid. So they boiled the ester for days and diluted it with sulfuric acid. And then they obtained the benzoic acid and glycoid acid. So all of these um, scientists and chemists were using um, glycolic acid for various potions, <laughs> science, <Yeah. laughs> all of that. But it literally was not used. It became available in skincare in the late 1980s as a peeling agent in the treatment room. Oh, I didn't, Isn't that crazy?
1: I didn't like even know that. all That's that crazy. time
0: period that it was available, and glycolic acid is obviously an alpha hydroxy acid. They said that it's available in or soluble in alcohol. It's derived from fruit and, and um, sugars, and it can be produced with the ethylene glycol um, microorganisms. And essentially, I just found it very, very interesting that it wasn't available until a professional peel until 1980. So, and now if you think about from 1980 till through 2021, how, and when were you born, Sydney? This is really going to freak me out. Oh, 96. What? 1996. You were born in 96? Mm -hmm. Holy (laughs) hell. So, what in the hell? (laughs) So, to you, you're like, before I was born. And for me, I'm like, well, shoot. Yeah, okay. Well, all right. I was 10. So. I was 10 when glycolic acid came. So in your, in your terms, it really was the olden days before you were born. So when you said, whoa, were you talking about the length of time?
1: No, I was talking about the length of time in between.
0: Good. Good yeah. job. Yeah, Nice. Yeah. Safe answer, Sydney. <laughs> Safe answer. That's good. <laughs> That's <right.
1: laughs> or were you talking about, wow, that that well, is old. Well, and I kind of meant to like, I, no, not necessarily that it's old. I didn't realize it didn't come around until right then. Like I, some, you know, most of these kinds of things came out before then. So, yeah,
0: yeah. And you think about, cause I really like to, and I really was interested in the science of glycolic and not obviously we've already talked many times in the sacred flesh about how many um, cultures have used Like Cleopatra with milk, with lactic acid and all those. So obviously using fruits and sugar-based products is something that's already well known. And so the glycolic acid, I wanted to know like really when did it become an official ingredient in skincare and how did that happen? So I found that time in between when it was discovered and when it was actually used on skin, really interesting.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. It's super cool.
0: Yes. So like we talked about, the young, youthful Sydney here um, is talked about (laughs) how um, glycolic does show an immediate result because it helps shed dead skin cells, and it reveals the newer, brighter layers underneath, and it acts on the stratum corneum, which is the outermost layer of the skin. And we've talked about this many times, where normal, intact stratum corneum consists of highly or tightly packed layers of dead skin cells that are dead skin cells that are tightly bonded together. And so glycolic acid use is um, its powers to loosen the bonds of those dead skin cells, and then it becomes an exfoliator to remove the dead um, cells. So what I kind of wanted to talk about with you is the fact that as a master esthetician, and we we both use peels in the treatment room, what I wanted to talk about with you specifically is the acne benefit of glycolic acid. And then I will kind of hit on some of the anti-aging points with glycolic acid, because glycolic acid has a smaller molecular structure, so it gets deeper into the skin. And I think it does some serious work. And from an anti-aging standpoint, that's really good. However, there are some people that can't use glycolic because of how quickly it can react and how sometimes unpredictable it is if the skin, if you're not using it on the proper skin that's ready for that kind of a, a deeper, um, smaller molecule, it compared to other quote unquote safer peels like lactic and mandelic.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, um, how do you use glycolic acid in your skincare routine, Sydney?
1: Yeah. So, um, that's a wonderful question. I, Thank you. um, use, I mostly just use a glycolic cleanser. I have done like, you know, like more mass, like peel type mm-hmm. things in the past that I love, but I do, I regularly use a glycolic cleanser. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite, um, for me personally, the thing that I notice the most with glycolic is scarring um, mm. from previous acne scarring. I don't have very much anymore, but I did for years. Um, and I've Because it's
0: left with the glycolic?
1: Yeah, I mm. think that it really – I notice it the most for myself personally with my scarring um, and using it in the treatment room for acne. Um, I have noticed that they also notice that it works really well with their scarring too. Um, but it isn't something I would use on every acne client. Cause like you said, you have to, your skin has to be ready to use it. What makes um, you
0: decide to use glycolic on an active client and what makes you, um, consider them not good candidates?
1: Yeah. So a not good candidate, like as far as acne wise would be somebody that has really severe breakouts that are, um, more on the painful side mm-hmm. just because, um, it would sting. oh yeah, it would sting big time. It would just it could increase the redness of them as well for the next couple of days. And it would just be too much. I would kind of more focus on exfoliating and then soothing the skin if it's in that. Mm-hmm. But if you were someone that just has some congestion and maybe some previous um, scarring and you know mm-hmm. occasional breakouts um perfect candidate for that as long as your skin isn't sensitive or anything with the
0: damaged barrier and stuff like that with the acne client that would be problematic right with yeah. the, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. if they're too flared up yeah. yeah if it's you know just a couple here and there on the chin and one on the forehead it's not a big deal i can avoid them i yeah. usually won't take a glycolic um especially a peel straight over um, mm-hmm. a breakout but if it's enough that i can avoid it then i will then I'll totally do it. But if you're um, too broken out and I just can't draw mm-hmm. my peel around every mm-hmm. breakout, then I would definitely not recommend it. Um, but a glycolic like cleanser or something light or maybe a light glycolic serum, maybe I would recommend that to them if I knew they weren't at all sensitive and they were really trying other things and it wasn't working out. I would maybe do that as like a last um, resort kind of Mm -hmm. thing. But Mm -hmm. other than that, yeah, I would avoid it on anybody that's too severely broken out.
0: So same with the anti-aging perspective. Mm -hmm. I cannot, um, I love glycolic for myself. I love it. I I feel like with, um, I have a wonderful, we have a wonderful, um, glycolic cleanser here called the glycolic cream cleanser. And that is from Dermamed solutions and it is priced at $53. I have a lot of my clients that swear by that because it does help to reduce their buildup. And then it helps to kind of, um, clear congestion and keep their texture down for me. it I use a lot of retinol and so glycolic and retinol working too much together can be a little bit too harsh. Yeah. So I retinol is my drug of choice so I choose that um and so I will keep on my retinol routine but I have a Gly 10 lotion that's also from Dermamed Solutions that we have that I use every morning and I really feel like that it helps to keep my congestion down off my um out of my pores and my T zone and um I told you I have that collapsed pore that's on my nose from when yeah, I, right. and it really helps to keep that from getting inflamed.
1: Yeah, it's it lovely. does. I swear. I have most of my scarring is, also, is on my nose. And, um, I, when I don't use yeah. my cleanser for a couple of days, I swear I can see it like yeah, that coming it, back. It almost. builds
0: up that dead skin. cell. Yeah. it builds up in that same pattern. It's really crazy. Um, so I have, um, we have a chemical peel on the menu at vanity that, um, will be one of Sydney's signature services. I believe our signature, um, chemical peel is called a precision peel and it is glycolic based and I am excited to teach you, you don't really need me to teach you to do that, but just with the, the Dermamed protocol is pretty specific. So Mm -hmm. we'll go through that. And we have that priced at $125. It's a really amazing one from an anti-aging perspective. I will not use glycolic on somebody that is fairly new to um, the treatment room because it tends to be more unpredictable. So I'll have to do their uh a couple of facials to kind of see how their skin reacts to less, um, aggressive, yeah. bigger molecules.
1: Unless they're telling me they're using some kind of glycolic at home yeah. and they're, or they've had glycolic treatments in the past, then yeah, I would not use it on a first time client either just yeah. to see, cause you never want to irritate someone's skin. So,
0: right. And yeah. a lot of clients will come to me, um, based off of a lot of, um, so I kind of feel like your generation with Gen Z, you guys are going to already have way more skin knowledge. Like, okay, so I was born in 1970. Okay. Okay. You know what we did? We bathed ourselves in um, baby oil and we laid outside on aluminum foil.
1: I did that too because my grandparents taught me. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> your grandparents, they're older than me. So I noticed that she said that <laughs> So you have all this whole generation of people that are my age and above that really have never been taught about preservation with skin. And your generation is really being taught fortunately about preservation and you really, um, cannot start a skincare routine, um, early enough. As soon as you, as soon as you've got your, your kiddos that are starting to be hormonal, they should have some good hygiene habits. Like mm-hmm. just starting that preservative process for good skincare is super important. In my day, <laughs> back in the olden days, <laughs> um, we used rubbing alcohol also to exfoliate. To, yeah. No, no shit. I'm not kidding. I didn't we know used rubbing alcohol My grandma would use witch hazel, which obviously is still a, and I know you, I talk about my grandma a lot in this, um, but I watched my grandma use witch hazel all over her face and all over, um, down her decollete. And then I watched her put, um, baby oil on. And then I watched her put on a, a bikini and go outside in a lawn chair and lay there and, There we go. You get brown, right? You get like suntan.
1: That's definitely one way to do it. That is. So
0: I watched that. And then we used to use Seabreeze conditioner back in the olden days. I think Seabreeze might still be a drugstore (laughs) brand. I'm not really sure, but I think it might still be there. But Seabreeze like stripped your skin because we were taught in the olden days mm-hmm. and that like in the kids of the seventies and eighties, we were taught strip that shit off your skin. It needs to be tight, like dry. You don't want to feel anything. It needs to be dry.
1: So I,
0: we that, removed all of our barriers Cindy, before ma- you were born.
1: That makes a lot of <laughs> sense to me because sometimes when you get, and, and like an older client, right? I'm, yeah. Um, An
0: older by that she means my age. Yeah.
1: Um, sh- <laughs> I, a lot of them will tell me they want that tightness.
0: Yeah, and they, they, it's a joke. It's a trick. It's a trick of our age.
1: Is it? You,
0: they think that they need that tightness to feel younger. I know people. It's not that. right. It's not right. You need to feel lubed up. That yeah. is
1: the way to be. <laughs> uh, now that makes sense to me why yeah. they're telling me that. That because is. I always, I'm like, no, no, no. That's not <laughs> what you want. <laughs> You're like oh, nice. No, 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 no. <laughs> and no. you can just roll me in. I'll be a
0: corpse still with... Re- Here's the deal. You'll be like working here for your 25th year. Uh-huh. I will be in a... <laughs> I'll still be wearing black. I'll be really creepy by then. <laughs> My skin will be amazing. I'll be still in my wheelchair. You can just roll me in and you'll be like, look at her. She's 74 and she still has great skin. I uh, might be just randomly swearing by then and just yep. talking about weird shit still. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and I'll be lubed up like that.
1: Yep. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way it should be. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's why yeah. it is because we were taught that it had to feel really tight and dry and really. Um, That burning was good.
1: That's so interesting. Wow. Yes.
0: So a lot of my clients, when I say older, I mean myself and older, (laughs) um, they want it to burn. So they feel like it's good. So then you pay attention to the frost, all that kind of stuff, right? In the treatment room. So I will never really, I try to start out with, especially if somebody's never really done. I get a lot of clients that never have done a facial until they see my social media or they see me and they realize that I'm 51. Then all of a sudden they're like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. And then I have to say to them, I don't, you know, I've done a lot of steps since I was probably in my 30s. I really because I watched my grandma Oaks, Like I watched her. So she would go out and bathe, and then she would she would take a shower. And then after she took a shower, she would tone with ice cubes. Mm -hmm. And then, which I think is still a really cool trick. Yeah,
1: that's cool. And she would
0: rub aloe vera everywhere then she would lock it in with baby oil. And then like, she was lubed up. Wow. So she, my grandma n- Noakes did it all. She was really did the, and we're going to talk about sugar scrubs and, and that sort of thing, but she would do sugar scrubs on her knees, her elbows, her lips. Um, she didn't want any of that, uh, any, no, no age spots showing. Um, but she got, got really tan easily. So The the plight of the um, woman in her fifties who has avoided a a skincare routine, an anti aging focused skincare routine, you are in for a um, bumpy ride with vanity makeup and skin. Because with Lee as your skin coach, you're gonna be taught like, no, you're gonna just lay down, like just lay down. (laughs) We have some work to do. You're gonna the yeah. I have a client who um, is new to me, and she is forty six. And she kept saying to me yesterday, do you promise my skin is going to look like yours? Do you promise my skin is going to look (laughs) like yours? And I, and she's, uh, yes, she's a tanner. I said, "I, I don't promise that my skin's going to look like your skin's going to look like mine, but I promise it's going to look, um, much, 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 much more youthful than before you started with me. So that is anyway, and we're going to be using glycolic. She has a lot of sun damage to remove. Yeah. So from an anti-aging standpoint, we really work with glycolic when we want that smaller molecule to do that deep work and remove all the stuff that has been neglected. So I found it interesting that you're talking about using it just from a maintenance standpoint after it's already done all of its job and it hasn't, you haven't let like five generations of Sloughing sit on your skin, Mm -hmm. like some of my clients that are starting out that are just basically beginning their anti-aging journey. And it's never too late. I do tell people, it is never too late. We can get you your greatest skin. Um, you just have to be consistent and regular and follow directions. And I really um we do know what we're doing. And from a professional standpoint, there's lots of things that we can we can teach you uh to do at home so that you can maintain your result. And I, um, love using glycolic in the treatment room. Um, I haven't really, I think I talked to you already about the glycolic cleanser and the glycolic lotion, but you haven't had a chance to use them yet. Have you as part of,
1: no, not really okay. quite yet. No.
0: All right. So we'll, we'll go ahead and, um, get you some, we have some interesting content coming up, don't we?
1: Yes. we. Do. Yes.
0: Will you talk about that?
1: Yeah. So we're going to try and do like a little mini series um, about uh, glycolic in general, how to use it, where it came from and all that. So it kind of ties into this podcast. Um, And then we're going to also do some sugar scrub, homemade sugar scrub stuff. So
0: I'm super excited about that.
1: Definitely. Pay attention for
0: it. My grandma Noakes used to say all the time that we she loved making sugar scrubs, and I was trying to remember this morning some of the. I remember her doing something with vinegar and sugar, and then I'm trying to think from a science standpoint that would dissolve the sugar really quickly. Yeah,
1: and I feel like just not smell very good. Yeah, (laughs) and I don't. She
0: didn't care about that. She only
1: cared about. She was like,
0: (laughs) she was cared about how it looked. Like that's why it just do its job. But I um. I know that there was a honey one and she would use a lot of brown sugar and I know she did a brown sugar and butter and, um, and do that. So it's like, I wonder, isn't that's, that,
1: cr- you yeah, have butter. That's so, yes.
0: So I'm excited to kind of, um, want to see what you come up with for, um, the Sydney has a vanity with Sydney TikTok page for all you whippers, whippersnappers that are out there on the, Interwebs out there. Vanity Makeup and Skin does have a TikTok page. Um, Sydney is really good at it and she's gonna be doing some info talks.
1: Yeah, it's really fun. And if you want any kind of like anything that you wanna see, just comment it on my TikTok and I will absolutely make a video about anything that anybody wants to see. So just I leave love a that. Comment, and I will do that.
0: I love that. My grandma Oaks used to say that if we wanted to eat candy, we'd had to have nice words, and she would not give. She would say she would give herself sugar scrubs, and she would like I, I'm going to give myself a sugar scrub so that I don't speak any bad words. And she would say, um, you should have a spoonful of sugar to keep your bad words away. Um, it was something that all of my aunts and uncles would say that we we don't give candy to crying kids. Um, we just like, just (laughs) essentially, uh, I feel like that is a really cool way that my, my grandma can be involved in this podcast and see what you come up with the Brown. We have a tons of sugar here at vanity. I'm a tea freak. And so, and I like it. And I also read in my research that, uh, um, females should not have, more than six teaspoons of sugar in their diet a day because it can help, um, with estrogen and the collagen. It can, uh, make collagen production slower with sugar oh, okay. and obviously glycation. So now I just had another thought we should do a whole thing about glycation And, um, that's what I fight in the anti-aging treatment room is glycation. And that is from sugar buildup, obviously dietary sugar and different things in the skin, sugar compounds building up on the skin. And that is a really good idea. So
1: yeah, we'll do one on that too.
0: Yeah. So Sydney and I are going to come up with a five part, um, content series on the benefits of glycolic acid and the different ways that we use it in the treatment room and the, um, the, products that we have here at vanity that you can purchase to kind of start in your anti-aging routine. One of the things that Sydney said that I wanted to kind of talk about was that glycolic cleansers kind of kind of condition your skin as a wash off safe way to kind of get your skin ready for glycolics. And then you move on to a leave on, and then you move on to a professional, um, more of an aggressive glycolic. So there are ways that we would, if you're going to start with me uh, from an anti-aging perspective, and I know that you're going to need to add a glycolic, we would start with like a glycolic, um, cleanser first and then do a a lotion. And then we could do a, um, light glycolic peel and leave it on for one minute rather than two and a half and, you know, different things like that. So, I am excited to start our, um, content. And if you want any, um, of our content or excuse me, of our, um, skincare products, like the glycolic cream cleanser or the Glyten, uh, lotion, you can get those on our skincare shop at www.vanitymakeupandskin.com. And you could also email your, um, glycolic acid questions to vanity by Lee at yahoo.com and vanity by Lee is L E I G H at yahoo.com. Or you can give us a call here at the Sydney is doing skin consultations and acne consults. And our phone number here at the spa is 509-598-8695. And you can also find us both on social media. We're pretty active on there. Um, now let's get to the weird stuff. Do you, wait, do you have any other glycolic
1: No, I think you covered it really well. And I don't want to give away too much of our series. I know. So I know I need to,
0: I need to, um, stop talking about all of (laughs) that. I need to just zip it up. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about when I was researching for this podcast, I discovered that there is, or was a sugar factory in the town of Waverly washington and waverly is a town in spokane county um in 2010 the population was only 106 it shows right here on the map look at right there i still don't know where that is so it's close to idaho yeah I don't so worry. it would be I probably i bet um I bet out like Deer Park and Mead area.
1: I'm thinking so too. Yeah.
0: I really want to go there. And have you heard Brennan? Have you heard of Waverly? I know you can't talk. Have you? Yeah, I have. Oh, do you know anything exciting about it that you want to share with us? Brennan has um, advised that it is kind of between here and Pullman in the south area and that um, he he wants it. So it's 47 minutes from here, right? Okay. That's what it looks like. All right. Not too bad. Not too bad. So I really want to go there. Um, in the sugar factory that was in Waverly, um, has a history that is really kind of cool. A, um, in December of 1899, um, it was a beet sugar factory that was built by the Washington state beet sugar company. It cost $500,000 to build in 1899. Can you imagine Much money that was in 1899 $500,000. That's crazy. It included a 1400 acre farm and it could process 350 short tons of sugar per day, but it was considered unprofitable and inferior. Thomas Cutler um, with the Utah Sugar Company. And again, I'm from Utah, which I feel like is really kind of wild. I'm wondering if I have a family connection there that I need not now do my research. Yeah, I was going to say, like, why? Find that out. I That's know. Crazy. Isn't that cool? <laughs> um, advised, so Thomas Cutler and the Utah Sugar Company advised the factory based on their success with the Lehigh Utah Sugar Factory. The, um, the Washington State Beet Sugar Company Closed the factory in 1910 and eventually sold it to the Gunnison Sugar Company for only a hundred thousand dollars. The equipment was then insta- installed in a factory in Centerfield, Utah, which I have family, lots of family in Centerfield, Utah. Whoa, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, so really I really crazy. need to get my sister-in-law Sunny. I need to get my sister-in-law Sunny. She's quite the genealogy sleuth. She'll find it out, man. Um, in 1917. Uh, the equipment was taken from Washington state into Utah and the beet sugar company employed 150 workers in the factory in Washington and up to 400 workers in the beet fields during harvest time. Um, and additionally, the town included a hardware store, a jewelry store, a harness shop, a meat market, a millinery, two hotels, two restaurants, a livery stable, a barbershop, a furniture store, and two saloons. Waverly was officially incorporated on May 15th in 1907. So now in 2010, if the census only had 106 people, I really, there's got to be a lot of abandoned buildings there. Yeah,
1: there's definitely, there's got to
0: be. So I have to go there.
1: Yeah, that sounds so cool.
0: So we need to take a work trip, Sydney. Yeah, I Okay, agree. we need to buy some ghost hunting equipment. Like next people are going to be like, what the hell is Lee doing? Like, stop. I'm going to be like, okay, we're going to go live. YouTube based. ideas. That's right. <laughs> Sacred flesh. We're live here. We got our, we got yeah. all of our ghosts, <laughs> all of our ghosts. I'm going to be wearing like 50 crosses. Yeah. Like right. just- Asking the church to give me holy water before I go in. I am unafraid. That's right.
1: That's funny. (laughs) Yes.
0: So that is um, our history. What I would like any of my listeners, if you've got any historical family relevance or any knowledge of Waverly, I would love or anything that you, um, any buildings that you feel I should go to, I seriously don't know why I'm pulled to that dang town and I want to go there. So that's, that's coming up very, 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 um, quickly. So I want you to email me again at vanity by Lee at Yahoo. Tell me what you know about Waverly. Tell me why we should go there. Tell me what buildings we should look into. And if you know anything that is historically relevant, would you be down to do that with me? Sydney? Oh
1: yeah, totally. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. It's
1: not a far drive. It's not. Yeah.
0: All right. See, (laughs) your prior job is me. Like, well, yeah, I don't know what we could never have competed. No, we are not that cool in any way, shape, or form. (laughs) 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 The spa that shall not be named. So, So, yeah. Um, I want to kind of close this um, podcast with just a really. I want to say thank you to Spokane and I want to say thank you to all of my friends and family and all of my community support and Brennan, thank you for coming with your wife. And I really feel like vanity had a really amazing coming out party and unveiling in Spokane. It turned out to be way better than I ever expected. Um, and I only lost my shit a couple times that day, right? The day yeah, of, not too bad. No, I didn't. I have a friend. One of my very best friends is named Meg Demand, and she's um, owns Demand Events. She also owns Demand Results Real Estate, so she does event planning. And so she came to help me prep. And so when you have an event planner come to do a dry run for your event, um, I was really thinking, oh my gosh, she has such good ideas and. The way she thought about things logistically, about how people were going to pour in and pour out, like she just really kept the flow really good. Mm-hmm. And what she did for me, um, just to keep my stress level down was amazing. And I tell you what it's friends with, that was a friends with benefits situation big time. Yeah. So without, that, yeah. yeah, that was really, really good. So we're going to treat her and my friend Robin to a nice spa day coming up. And I just really want to thank the Downtown Spokane Partnership for coming. And they were so nice and brought all of their people. And I know that it was shocking for them to see the belly dancer and shocking in a good way. Like, shock and awe, we are not your average esthetician. Hashtag not your average esthetician. Yes. And um, again, if you haven't known by now, we are not subway tile and um, succulents. We are um, very, very, very... How would, you, how would you describe our style?
1: I honestly really don't know. There's, I feel like it's a mix of a bunch of different things. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's little, like a little alternative. Yeah. little witchy. Little, yeah. Maybe yeah. a little emo in there. Oh, very yeah. emo. Yeah, yeah. I can't help that. <laughs> no. I, that's no, I Me can't. Neither. Yeah.
0: If My Chemical Romance could open a spa oh, yeah. and also have some of my Romanian royalty queen lineage fly down they created the love child that is vanity makeup. Yeah, instead. totally.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: It's like the the Black Parade, literally the song. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, our... <laughs>
0: yeah, totally. Oh, goodness. So that's great. So I just want to say thank you. And also to Greater Spokane Incorporated, GSI came, we did the ribbon cutting. Um, we used the gigantic scissors that were used uh, by Nixon. And in the cutting of the ribbon for the spokane world's fair in like 1970 something and we still have those scissors so um if they leave them here i wouldn't be i wouldn't feel sad about it i would be like this new decoration (laughs) elizabeth's gonna come like tomorrow leah listen to your podcast i'm gonna hear to pick up Nixon's scissors (laughs) and (laughs) that's it was it nixon now I have to find out. Because I thought I
1: you told me Nixon. Or was it Truman? I don't know. Let I me see. swear I heard the word Nixon. Okay, that let's day. let's
0: check it out. Let me I'm going to um Spokane World's Fair. Uh the World's Fair Expo in nineteen seventy four. And it was I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It doesn't talk about. Um, it was a World's Fair in 1974. I think it was Nixon.
1: I think you told me Nixon that day. So okay, that's that well, name sounds familiar in the, in the, the subject. Decision. Look at Is see, it? Brennan needs. He's like my Ed McMahon. He okay. just like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mic myself up for the rest of this time because like there's a couple times I can just chime in in this interview.
0: Please do Brennan. So Brennan just put himself on board and now, um, he's locked in as a co-host, um, more for factual checks because Lee just talks and I'm like, wait, what? What Like, (laughs) we just have fun. So thank you, Brennan. So bring a mic for yourself next time and, um, mic yourself up because I want to know next time Brennan heads up about your skincare routine. Cause I'm getting ready to get you in here for a facial and your wife. And so we're going to ask about your skincare routine. Okay. And, um, I'll try not to, I'll try not to, um, to gasp <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> yeah. Because all men, when I ask them, Hey, tell me about your skincare routine. I'm like, uh, I wash my face in the shower with shampoo.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> like right. Right.
0: <laughs> Brennan shake his head. No, he's more sophisticated. So we've got good. ourselves a pro. We're yes, good. good. All right. That's excellent. Awesome. So again, thank you to GSI. Thank you for downtown Spokane partnership. Thank you to all of my clients who made the trip. Um, thank you to, I just feel so blessed and wonderful. Thank you, Sydney, for all of your help. And yeah, thank you absolutely. for,
1: Absolutely.
0: I just feel very, very, very blessed to have been, um, destined to come to spokane and with all my weirdness and glory and we're here to stay that's all i can say about it it's only going to get weirder from here and waverly here we come yeah so excited about that i know i will
1: look close. out for that content exactly we're gonna go
0: live yeah.
1: gonna go with me screaming there's spiders like oh yeah that's gonna be good
0: my husband won't be there to say don't go in there oh, yeah. don't go in there so-
1: <laughs> oh, that's oh wow
0: okay um thank you so much and everybody please tune in to the sacred flesh a beauty podcast with a ghostly twist um on apple uh podcasts and spotify wherever your uh, podcasts are found please feel free if you want to schedule an appointment to contact us again at the spa 509-598-8695 and uh, find us on social media we are on instagram facebook tiktok and snapchat and then i have a twitter page but i I never get on it i don't yeah
1: i've never been a twitter person either i feel like it's too much for me
0: okay well sydney's our tiktok our tick our tickety talk that makes me sound old if i call it tickety talk (laughs) that's (laughs) find us on tickety talk and that's it thank you so much have a great day everybody and stay gorgeous and please do your skincare routine